Welcome to the Global Investor Podcast, a show that focuses on helping foreign investors enter the lucrative U.S. real estate market. Host Charles Carrillo combines decades of real estate investing experience with a professional background in international banking to interview experts in all areas of U.S. real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Charles Carrillo. Welcome to another episode of the Global Investors Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Crillo. Today we have Jeff Anzalone. He's a full-time practicing doctor and author and founder of DebtFreeDoctor.com. His focus is on helping doctors and other high-income professionals create passive income from real estate so they can stop trading their time for money. So thanks so much for being on, Dr. Jeff. Thanks for having me, Charles. Looking forward to it. So you have a very interesting story, and that's why I like to get on to the show and kind of uh, dissect kind of how you got started. So can you give us a little bit of background of yourself, both uh, personally and professionally, prior to uh, starting your real estate investing journey? Yeah, I um, had several friends, parents, and relatives in the healthcare profession and got interested in it. I wound up choosing uh, dentistry because most of my friends' uh, dads that were dentists, they were at the ball games more, they were able to coach more than the physicians that were always on call. Um, so I, I, went, I went that route and uh, decided to do a residency. I did a surgery residency. And then two weeks before I finished my training at LSU, the group that I was supposed to join in practice, they basically pulled the deal from, out from under my wife and I. And it left some problems. We had a two-month-old. I had amassed about $300,000 of student loan debt. We had already purchased our first home with an interest-only loan because we you know, thought we were going to join that practice. So it was based off of that. But the worst part of it was I didn't have a clue how to run a business, start a practice, anything like that. And that, that whole experience, I went from having an abundant type mindset because I knew I was going to get out and make decent money and not too worried about my student loan debt to more of a, of a scarcity and a fear mindset that it was just survival mode. And it took me years to get over that and struggle with that. And I actually resorted to doing what I used to do in high school and college. And I was mowing yards you know, even as a, a periodontist, you know, having to mow yards was very humbling, but you got to do what you can, you know, got to do to make ends meet, you know? So, uh, that, that's, uh, where I started. And then, you know, eventually I moved on to other, um, things as well, but that, that's kind of how I got my start. Interesting. Very interesting. So when you, when you started, uh, investing in real estate, what, um, what was kind of, what was one of the factors that uh that drew you to this uh this asset class well i had a about seven years ago i had was skiing with my wife snow skiing and i had a minor accident i got off the lift i fell i, I landed on my hands and it, it bent my wrist back nothing major but that started the the, the thought process of what if it would have been major how would i provide for my family never really thought about it until that point that I was re really only just relying on one income stream, you know, from active income, from earned income, which as you know, is a 
highest taxed income mm-hmm. too. But you, you know, you, you go to school for that long, you don't think about doing anything else. Plus you've got all this debt. What else? That's all I know how to do. So what else could I do with my degree? Uh, I, I couldn't go to work at Starbucks making 10 bucks an hour with $300,000 student loan debt. So you're, you're kind of stuck. And, and that's what we're seeing these days. People in this position were stuck. And I knew that I had to do something at that moment, but I didn't have a clue what to do. So I started researching it and started looking at other successful people, millionaires, that sort of thing. And there was two facts that I stumbled across that helped guide me in the direction uh, that I chose. Number one, over 90% of millionaires have some sort of real estate in their portfolio. At that time I had zero Mm -hmm. and the average millionaire has anywhere from three to seven streams of income. Mm -hmm. And at that time I had one. And again, at that time I didn't have a clue what to do or how to do it. I just knew that that was the the direction that I needed to take. And I started to educate myself. I mean, everything is literally free online between YouTube videos, podcasts like yours, um, books. I started going to meetings, meeting with people, uh, figuring out what was best for us, but that's how I got started. Interesting. And what was your first real estate investment when you actually pulled the trigger? Um, I started doing some crowdfunding mm-hmm. back when uh, it just kind of started in like 2016, 2017-ish, like that, and was doing just some real small debt deals, you know, like a thousand bucks or 2000 bucks online. Didn't have a clue what I was doing. I was just... <laughs> looking at looking for which one had the biggest returns and the, the, which property looked the best pictures, which I mean, anybody can throw up a website, which I I later learned and got burned from. But anyway, uh, that, that, that was how I got started. Interesting. Yeah. I was talking to one of my financial advisor buddies and he was telling me two things about doctors. He goes, each person, doctor, we have $200,000 plus in debt. And the ones that really make their money, they're making it not from, actually doing doctor and practice, but owning the practice and having other doctors under them, which actually turns it more into a real business, not as much self-employed. So I thought that was kind of interesting when he told me that. But um, so what is your company's current investment strategy? Now you're on the other side, you're not passively investing, really, you're really on the other side, raising money mainly. So what kind of properties are you guys looking at? What types of uh, properties and uh, uh, markets? I I got interested. Uh, Luckily, I came across uh, passive investing because my, um, I'm just busy doing what I'm doing and I didn't want to take time away from my family and that sort of thing. And luckily stumbled across syndications, didn't have a clue what it was. And, but it, it, and as you know, it acts very similar to a, um, putting your money in a mutual fund, you you put your money in and you don't have to worry about it anymore. And with the syndications, you don't have to worry about tenants or, having to deal with their issues or keeping the building occupied or maintenance or anything. It's somebody else takes care of that, takes care of that for you. And I, and I tell doctors all the time that in other professionals that your best wealth building tool is your income. Focus on what you trained the last 20 years to do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, you know, the more that you uh, make, you know, the better that you get, the more that you make, the more you can invest and let somebody else, you know, do that. And luckily, um, and, and I started to write things down and, and started a blog and started to write things down that I thought that people out there that were in my position needed to know. And I, I was doing that for about three years and I had a couple of groups reach out to me to, uh, see if I wanted to, uh, if, if I could come in with them as far as investor relations side, investor education to see if I could, uh, see if anybody wanted to invest in any of their deals. And, uh, I hadn't done that before. And we, we got, we went through all the legal process and all that. And then I, um, I emailed out to my group about a deal that I was going to invest in because people ask me all the time, Hey, Jeff, what are you investing in? Did my due diligence. I'm, I was investing in this deal and, and I, um, asked them, Hey, if, if I, I basically, I put it out, so, Hey, here's a deal that I'm investing in. This is all about it. Here's the links. They can look at it. And that was very successful. Uh, that was September, 2020. And that was the start of, of me starting to work with, uh, you know, different groups to, to help bring investors to their deals, but ones that I'm personally investing in myself. Right. Yeah. Well, so you had that alignment of interest. Yeah. And the majority of the ones that I'm in are multifamily. And then I got into a couple of hotel deal syndication deals last year as well. Nice. Yeah. It's a one, one important thing that I see is that a lot of people joining to be active real estate investors, where we are now in this portion of the market cycle. And I think it sounds like everybody wants to be a real estate investor. And I tell people, well, you know, if you don't really love real estate, passive investing, you know, you're going to make more money spending another three to five years in your profession. Like you said, 20 years, you're doing it and invest that additional money into real estate passively. Um, I, I see that as a thing that people are trying to like, they don't like their job or they're trying to get out of it really quickly and they want to be active. And it's, it sometimes is a little bit, you know, counterintuitive where you can kind of just focus, like you said, on something that you've been working on for 20 plus years and continue that and build it. Cause you're probably going to be able to scale that to a higher income faster than starting something from scratch. Cause I think most people, like you said, they want, they've been sold on passive in real estate and they feel that everything is passive and it's, it's definitely not. I mean, um, there's a lot of work that goes into managing a property, even if you're just taking care of the asset management on it. Right. Um, but um, so what types, I mean, investors that you're really looking for, I take it it's mainly doctors and professionals. I would say the majority because doctors, because they can align and uh, understand your story. Um, how are you really reaching uh, doctors, I mean, you're going, you have your website, you're going on podcasts, um, you know, after you're reaching out to them initially, and um, how do you really prepare this, uh, this new group of people, potential investors to uh, invest with you in the future? Uh, I also, I started a YouTube channel last mm. year, which probably, probably out of all the things that I've done, I've, it seems like I make more connection with people. And that's mainly because I started watching more YouTube videos. And, you know, you can read an article or listen to something, a podcast, but once you see somebody and, you know, you just make that connection. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've had more comments in the last less than a year from the YouTube videos than I have like in four years from my blog. So I, mm -hmm. I, I can really yeah. tell, and I, and I enjoy, you know, making the videos and, and doing that thing, doing that sort of thing. But, um, I, I just, like I mentioned earlier, I just, 
what I think people should know, or maybe to not, not always about the real estate. It's about the, the, the different mind, a different way you have to think about things. You know, a perfect example is we're always taught about always focus on how much money you make, go after the job with the biggest income. And, and that's, that's the, and that's the only way that we've taught. So I like to tell people other ways to give them options. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But, you know, to me, that's not as important as how you make your money. You know, would you rather work a hundred hours a week making $300,000 a year or work five hours a week making a hundred, hundred thousand dollars a year? You know, you, you, yeah. you can do that as a, as an investor, as a, as a passive investor. So it's, I, I so it's stuff like that. So, you know, putting out material, putting out a video or an article about something like that. And, and again, that prepares people how to do that. And then the, the process somebody goes through, okay, if they're ready to invest in something, well, what are the different steps they need in order to know what type of investment should they uh, invest in? Who should they work with? What are the steps that are involved with that? So I just, I walk them through what I've done in the past and mistakes I've made. And, uh, hopefully they won't make the same mistakes, <laughs> but, um, that's, that's the process that I go through. And, um, and I, and that's how I reach people. And it's just, it's funny how, how many people I connect, you know, I guess people mm -hmm. can relate to that. You know, yeah. I'm not pitching or selling anything. I'm just basically just sharing my story and giving information out and, uh, making connections with people. Interesting. Uh, so what are common obstacles or objections that your potential investors um, usually have? Because you're coming from, you're highly educated. I imagine the majority of your investors are right alongside you there. Myself being an entrepreneur first, it's I can usually compare and align myself more with entrepreneurs that are interested in investing. How do, what kind of obstacles would, would doctors usually have, or for, I imagine other attorneys and other professionals that, uh, that come to you before they invest? If I were to say that the top one, it would be analysis paralysis. Hmm. And, and it's, and it's, it's not a lot of them, but the, but the ones that, I mean, they know more as much or more about real estate than I do. You know, they've been talking about, oh, you know, I've looked at this deal and that, and they know all of the lingo and terms. And I say, well, how many deals have you invested in? They said, well, none. And they've been doing this for three or four years. And, and you just can't help people like that until you take mm -hmm. action. You know, they'll in 10 years from now, when I'm, I'm long gone, retired, enjoying myself, they'll still be calling people. Hey, I'm still looking at stuff, not doing anything. So at some point you, you've got to trust yourself, trust your knowledge, trust who you're working with. And, and you got to jump in at some point. I'm not saying go all in, put all your life savings in something, but start to test the waters. Once you know enough to where you're comfortable to do that. That's great advice. So what would you suggest to new real estate investors that are, or real estate investors that are new to raising funds? And I mean, you've, you know, you worked on your blog, then YouTube really did it. What would you suggest to people that are looking to put out a platform, maybe like yours or start uh, growing reach like you have to build your investor base? I, I think the, the key is finding a niche that you're 
most familiar with, you know, with me, it was easy. And, uh, there was a, uh, a mastermind group that I was in that, that they about real, about the same thing. People wanted to start raising money and, and there was all new people and, and they had me on one of their mastermind groups. And there was one lady that was, I kind of got in to it at the back end of her conversation. So I didn't really hear much about what she was saying, but she was just asking all these questions. I don't know where to go from here and this and that. And, and, and I asked the only thing that I asked her, I said, and I was looking at her website because she had a lot of questions about her website. She was starting and I said, what, and she was, you know, an older lady. When I say older, probably in her, in her probably mid to late fifties, she wasn't like 20 years old. So I thought that maybe she had done something in the past as far as for uh, work. And I asked her, I said, did you do any type of work before what you're doing now? She's like, yeah, I, um, I'm an attorney. And I said, mm -hmm. well, well, from what I'm reading on here on your website, you, you're trying to be everything to everybody. I said, why don't you just focus on attorneys? And it was almost like the light bulb came on. It's like, yeah, I said, you know, the language, you know, the lingo, you know, the pains, the struggles, the headaches they have. I mean, that's, that's the, the easiest way that, and I guess that people think that they, uh, again, it could be a scarcity mindset. You, you, you don't want to loot, leave out anything. So, you know, there's only so much to go around, but you know, with her trying to reach all these, everybody, she's not going to be near as successful. She just focuses on that. So that, that would be my, um, my main suggestion would be focus on what area that you know best. Right. So find that niche and then go deep in it too. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so you look at a lot of deals. I imagine you're turning down a lot of deals from partners um, until you find the ones that work that you can provide to your. You see real estate investors make, it could be in any part of the business. I would, I would say it's probably goes from them not having any type of uh, goals to pursue, or they don't have any type of guidelines or anything. Or, uh, for me with two teenagers, I'm more risk averse. Mm -hmm. So if I, if I'm looking at 20 deals, well, then if I look at a bunch of newly developed higher risk, you know, I can automatically get rid of those instead of spending all. So I, I think you should figure out what, what works best for you first. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, I know exactly the types of deal I'm looking for. I know the kind of the types of returns I'm looking for. And then once I get those, then I can narrow them down a little bit better. So I think start with what your most start with setting some goals first and what your uh, risk tolerance is before moving forward. Yeah. So really outline that criteria prior to uh, pinpointing deals that you want to uh, work on. Exactly. Um, what do you think are the main factors that have contributed to your success? Being a student of, of learning, you know, I, I think probably one of the bigger things that probably most professionals, when I say professionals, people that go through more education than just college, mm -hmm. you, you go through so much training. It's almost like, Hey, I, I'm graduated now. I never have to pick up another book or study anymore. And, and I think that's, uh, many people in that position, that's their downfall because that's when the learning starts. Right. And, and mm -hmm. being a continuous student of the game, keep, keep learning, keep, you know, I loved, I've always loved to read, but you know, if you don't like to read, you can listen to audio books, again, podcasts, 
uh, YouTube videos, but just, just being a constant reader, uh, curious, you know, networking with people, um, that, that would probably be, um, one of the things that I would definitely recommend. Okay. Awesome. So how can our listeners learn more about you and your business, Jeff? Uh, a couple of ways they can go. Well, the, 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 the main hub I would say would be, uh, going to the, the website debtfreedr.com and there'd be a link there to subscribe to the, the YouTube channel as well. And, um, those are the two main ways for, uh, and, or if they want to email me, they can Jeff at debtfreedr.com. Okay. Awesome. Well, I will take those links. I'll put them into our show notes. And uh, when it goes live, people can click those and uh, follow you and reach out to you. So thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it and uh, have a great rest of your week. All right. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi guys, it's Charles from the Global Investors Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you're interested in getting involved with real estate, but you don't know where to begin, set up a free 30-minute strategy call with me at ScheduleCharles.com. That's ScheduleCharles.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Global Investor Podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play to get new weekly episodes. For more resources and to receive our newsletter, please visit globalinvestorpodcast.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.